1: It's Friday, it's May twenty-six. we have 14 baseball games here on tonight's slate. Five days in a row, every Friday anyway. Um, my co-host is Siege, how you doing my friend?
2: Good now, I'm a little disappointed by the size of Arcade Mode on Friday. I was really excited to play, I thought it was a great Arcade Mode slate and then I saw it's all like small stuff and I literally cried.
1: I thought you were crying because I beat you by 40 on draft again.
2: Oh, did you? I didn't
1: even walk. I don't know. Did all my guys can... I don't know if I beat you by forty, but I had to... I beat you by a lot again.
2: Again? Why? What the hell happened?
1: I think all my guys hit home... Oh no, Dickerson didn't hit a home run. I had J.D. Martinez and Nelson Cruz. Oh, and my my swap from Jacob Degrom to Lament.
2: <laughs> oh my God! Get out of here, you swap to Lament. Oh,
1: cute. I did. He was the only pitcher on the late slate we're swapping to. Come on. Oh, I, even be, for my, uh, I didn't yeah. need pitchers,
2: CJ. I would have beat you with Jake my hands. <laughs> Jake Landa fucking
1: zero.
2: Go. Excuse my language, but go F off.
1: <laughs> if you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over there check them out. Playdraft.com backslash grinders for a 100% deposit bonus up to 600 bucks. Um Really enjoy playing over there. We talked about not having it must be a really fun good when you win every single
2: time. What's that? It must be fun when you win every single time. <laughs> uh,
1: we talked about arcade mode kind of stinking, and this slate having a lot of good one-offs. Like maybe you play on play draft. Um, you know, maybe CJ's going to drive across the river today and get his action that way. So. A lot of action over there on Play Draft. Um, make sure you guys are checking them out. Love, just absolutely love the, the format and stuff. There's a $5 tournament over there and a $20 bracket tournament today, so make sure you guys are getting in that. It's going to fill fast, so join that. We have 14 games. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. Detroit's not on the slate. That game, there's like, it's a weird doubleheader. They started like five. Is and it
2: like, on the Fandle slate?
1: Is it? They started like five and nine. I know it's not on the drafting slate. It gets on the fanbase slate as yeah, or the question mark, but we don't even know who's pitching the late game. That's the yes, we do.
2: Yes, we do. I will right, we'll pull it up. They just came through. It is
1: farmer and it a... is it farmer yeah, and, farmer and, Peltry. and Peltry.
2: Yeah, add on two more gas cans you can stack against. Woohoo.
1: Right, we'll talk about that. So, I guess it's 15 games. I lied. It is 15 games. Um, so, we'll talk about that when we get there. A uh, lot to talk about here on this slate. So, let's just get started. Uh, we have Cincinnati at Philadelphia, Tim Adelman against Aaron Nola. Uh, any interest here in either one of these pitchers?
2: No. There'll be times the roster, Nola, just not coming off the DL on a 15-game slate.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, do you think his pitch count's going to be limited here?
2: Probably. How about the the uh, Phillies having a 9-8 uh, run total when they finally had the lead for the first time in 53 innings today, when they finally won the game? Really? Yeah, it was the first time in 53 innings that they had a lead. And
1: the game was over.
2: Oh, my gosh.
1: Maybe that's why Vegas loves him so much. Um, all right, so let's – Man, Aaron Nola, he he came back and he pitched already coming back from the deal. He pitched against Pittsburgh. He really? Yeah. He threw 89 pitchers against Pittsburgh, seven oh, innings, fair, one earned right run. Round.
2: That's right. I, I wanted a roster, but I couldn't because of the rain game. That's right. He did
1: pitch already. Oh if we get a really right-handed heavy Reds lineup, doesn't he isn't he kinda in play for tournaments? <sighs> Big strikeout I mean, rate, I... his velocity was up in that start.
2: I just don't see a world in which I'm playing him over, like, Godley and Eduardo.
1: Yeah, we talk, we talk Godley, and, you know, we we think he's going to be popular. Nola is a guy that has a 27% strikeout rate with a low home run rate against righties. So if we get a bunch of righties, like, they usually roll out, what, five, six righties in this lineup? And the lefties are Hamilton, Votto, and Schepler.
2: I think I kind of hope he gets rocked here and then let the price drop one more time and then hop back on board
1: it's fair. I think he's definitely playing tournaments. If you're playing large field uh, tournaments here on the slate, um, Adelman, I'm guessing we have no interest in. No,
2: but I don't think I'm using the Philly bats here against them.
1: Yeah, like we'll we'll start with the Philly bats. You know where Adelman struggles is he gives up a ton of hard contact to righties. Um, he lowers it against lefties, but gives up a bunch of home runs to lefties. It's just. And outside of maybe doing like a two percent stack I just I think you're fading them and there's just so many good offenses on the slate that I don't think you're stacking Philadelphia
2: yeah I, I I don't hate the idea certainly like Vegas is telling you to do it and I, I understand it like his skill set has like it looks like he's been getting worse not better I just I don't know if I want to go to war with that team today. I mean, I guess maybe towards the end, if I kind of top myself off some other spots, maybe I do. But like, they do have one of the highest totals on the slate, so maybe I should be giving them more respect than I am.
1: Hey, is Galvin? I think Galvin's. You know, still now cheap. that I think about this, maybe
2: I. You know what? Now that I think about this, maybe Philly stack is just the way to go.
1: Adam is bad. bullpen's bad.
2: Good ballpark. The problem is if, like, Cincinnati sticks around in the, the game, you'll get the good relievers. But if you get the bad ones, the problem is the Cincinnati bullpen's rested with the rain out. That's the only kind of, like, you know, everyone's ready to go, which is not exactly an ideal situation if the game's close. I don't know. Philly is in consideration.
1: I agree. They have a almost five-implied team total here, so – yeah, Vegas likes the spot. Um, Nola is a big favorite. Is there any bats here from Cincinnati that you like? No. Yeah, we like to target lefties against Nola. Still decent against lefties, but like, you're not playing Joey Votto. He's expensive, and you know he just—he's Scott Scheffler, four point four K. Yeah. Okay. All, right, All Jeff, the Reds. All the Reds.
2: A l- little drunk there against Aaron Nola. Little no respect for Aaron Nola in your in your Reds pricing there.
1: Yeah, like all the Reds except for Mezracho over 4K.
2: <laughs> Peraza at 4.1 will be the lowest owned player in the entire player pool if he plays. <laughs> couldn't you play
1: – outside of a Philly stack, couldn't you play Galvez? He's 3K, shortstop. Yes. Yes, you could. Yeah, Don't I play think. Herrera. He went over 5 with five
2: strikeouts, and it could have been 6. I, actually, I never actually saw the end result of that game.
1: Yeah, Galvez at 3K stands out to me a lot. Yeah. Um, Man, a Philly stack with two stud pitchers, I bet you would work. San Diego at Washington, Luis Perdomo against Max Scherzer. Uh, eight total here, Scherzer. A 243 favorite. Um, San Diego, one of the lowest team totals, if not the lowest team total on the slate. I'm guessing no Perdomo, Perdomo here. Nope. And I'm guessing you like Scherzer here.
2: He's perfectly fine. Like, I, you know, obviously, you know, going up against the Padres, you know, the question is just how many Ks does he get? How high does the ownership get? Like, I, the, you know, we've seen some runaway ownership on superstars lately, like in high K spots. Like, we saw it with Sale. We, we kind of saw it with Kershaw. We could see it here again. Like, Scherzer could get to 40. I really think that. Like, I don't think anyone's going to play the ground
1: after they pushed him back. We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, if you had to pick a pitcher, like, your favorite pitcher to go over 30, wouldn't it be Scherzer on the slate? Like, throw out ownership, throw out price. If you wanted 30-plus DK points, wouldn't Scherzer be your number one pick? Sure, but I would like to trade down for Chris Archer. We'll talk about it. Um. All right, San Diego Bats, I'm guessing nothing here. No,
2: I, I – there's no PPP or anything, right? It's, like, some amazing leverage spot we could use. I doubt it, but I'm just going to look just in case.
1: Uh, yeah, no, um, Dave. All right, Washington Bats. Um, Perdomo, like, his ERA is through the roof, but his Sierra is 3.04, which is two almost 2.75 runs lower than his ERA. Um. ground ball rate this season, not giving up home runs, decent swinging strike rate, not giving up a lot of hard contact. He's just not a guy that I want to stack against. I could see Washington, you know, being popular here.
2: I couldn't agree with you more. Fading Washington feels – this is like the week where you just start fading Washington every day. Just fade him. Like, everyone – the recency bias on all these guys is just too high. I'm just going to pass. There's a bunch of good spots on this slate. Uh, there's one that I really like that's really under the radar. So, uh, I, yeah, I'm not going here.
1: It's like Trey Turner's 5K, Harper's 5.3, Zimmerman's 4.6, Murphy's 4.9, Rendon's 4.5 against a guy that has a 60-plus percent ground ball rate. Like, there's not a lot of upside there. No, there's not. You, know, you could double me to death at those prices and whatever. Like, you're not winning tournaments with doubles from those guys.
2: Yep, absolutely agree.
1: Oakland at New York, Kendall Graveman against Tanaka. Um, nine total here, wind blowing out at Yankee Stadium. Um, no Tanaka, no Graveman, right? Right. Like, even against Oakland here, we're just not going to target Tanaka? Oh, I love Oakland. I Oakland's a spot I
2: want to attack. Okay. Uh,
1: I We talked about it yesterday, right? Tanaka was on the slate, and we said that we think he's hurt. He just doesn't look good right now.
2: Yeah, uh, and this is just kind of a Chris Davis, Alonzo Healy type play. Like I'd play it kind of like a mini stack.
1: Yeah, I don't hate that idea.
2: They're cheap too. I wish I wish Oakland I wish Oakland had one more lefty not named Matt Joyce that I could use instead of Healy, but whatever.
1: Can you roll out Lowry? Four K. Yeah, that's a little pricey. It's a lefty at Yankee Stadium, though. It's just like where you look could at, go. You could go Stephen Vogt, who hasn't had any upside, but it's a lefty. <laughs> stadium. He
2: hasn't hit a he can't hit a baseball right now. It's just like I uh, just look at the four K second baseman. Like, wow, these guys are all overpriced. Wow, there is not one guy in here I want to play. Um,
1: Philly looks better. <laughs> wow. Did
2: you look at the second base list? Like, There's literally not one. I did. Neil Walker at 3.5K is like the first one I might consider. But I had to scroll at least through 15 names to get there. I'm not paying 4K. Neil Walker is
1: going to make a lot I will of money by for. the way.
2: I will not pay 4K for Jed Lowry. I will not pay 4K for Jed Lowry.
1: <laughs> um, on, the, on the flip side of this game, do we want to target Graveman here? I know the Yankees have been a little cold. You get a pitcher that doesn't strike out a bunch of people, gives up a bunch of contact, like doesn't give up a ton of hard contact. We get a bunch of power bats here that you know, boomer bust bats. I don't hate the Yankees here.
2: Yeah, probably isn't giving up the home runs this year. Like he's giving no, up he more give. than
1: one. He's
2: just like one. He's giving up one or less in every start. Like I could make the case for a DD one off because that's kind of my my brand at this point. But the price is up on him too. I kind of just think this game is a stay away.
1: Well, we talked about second base being kind of weak. What about Castro batting fourth, three point five k? Isn't the worst play in the world?
2: I think I'm just playing on
1: a door. I think, but (coughs) oh yeah, yeah. Go
2: to uh, scope. We'll, We'll get to that game.
1: Um. All right, let's move on. Mets at Pittsburgh, Jacob DeGrom against Chad Kuhl. Um, DeGrom is the dog in this game, 8.5 total. Chad Cool is favorite. Wait, 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 What? Listen, I saw this line. I didn't mention it pre-show because I wanted your reaction. Jacob DeGrom is the dog in this game. He is plus 103. Cool is a minus 113. CJ is doing as fast as he can to go and bet on this game.
0: Okay.
1: Oh, I'm interested if it's just um if it, if it's just a couple sites that I checked on. But I right
2: and... I promise you if Jacob deGrom is the favorite, the entire account is going in on the game. That's ridiculous. Not yeah, f- against all those lefties? Are you kidding me?
1: Listen, I can
2: I... <laughs> I couldn't make a worse matchup for him on paper.
1: This is a terrible matchup for Chad Cool. Terrible. Awful. Yeah.
2: Maybe I'm walking into the trappiest trap of all time, but Oh my God!
1: There's no Chad, way. Chad Cool, forty-nine innings against lefties, three eighty-six wOBA, thirty-six point four percent hard contact rate, only a sixteen percent strikeout rate, only a fifteen percent soft contact rate. Everything about this just screams like a five point one xFIP. Like, there's nothing that suggests he's going to get better against lefties, and he's going to face what Conforto, Reyes, Bruce, Walker, Duda, Granderson, seven, six. Count six? At least.
2: God, I won all my bets tonight. Maybe I won't go all in. <laughs> I'm definitely.
1: Um God, wow. I said um, I saw it on like three sites that Degrom was the dog here.
2: That is so bad. Degrom is the dog. If yes, he's the
1: dog with Scherzer on this slate, he's gonna be really overlooked. They pushed his start back because they thought there was gonna be weather, and they didn't want him to go out and just throw four innings. Um, they made it. A well, the weather game. was awful.
2: Did you watch that game?
1: No. <laughs> Oh, it was awful. I slept. You know, it was misty the
2: entire time. And, like, it like, I, like it made that Padres kid debut even more impressive. Like, I saw the weather and I was just like, oh, my God, there's no way. And he just went out there. It's just like, all right, I'm going to throw 95 right by you. Go have fun with that, Mets.
1: And, and they didn't come close. Yeah, I think it was a good decision. You know, you got a guy coming back from some injuries last year. It's not like, up yet. Why risk
2: it? My- that's depressing. It's not up on my book yet. That's depressing as well.
1: Well, yeah, all of a whole. Well, I'm the sure when goes, like,
2: more if... hours to on it. That's ridiculous. it. Chad Cool is the favorite in this spot, it's just so bad. That, yeah, that this can't, is a that great can't be the right line. That must have been the line before DeGrom was starting. Like, that's the only explanation this could be.
1: That's what I was thinking, too, but I looked like three places. And I'm looking now, and two of the three places I looked earlier, it's been pulled down. So
2: That's got to be what it was. Like, there's no way that Chad Cool is the favorite over Jacob DeGrom.
1: I saw this I, line and I, I was con- like CJ is con- going I'm to con- freak I, out.
2: I'm convinced. but that's a that's not a real line. There's no way.
1: It was the line for Montero.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's the Mont that's like yeah, that's the line for like whoever's supposed to pitch today. Like it's not the a- DeGrom- shit DeGrom's gonna come in at, like a minus one sixty favorite when this opens.
1: Could even be bigger than that. Um get a right handed heavy pirates team. You know, we look at DeGrom this season. He's been just lights out. You know, we talked about him yesterday, and this is an even better matchup for him here. Like, love DeGrom in this spot.
2: I mean, Did they push him back because of the weather? Did they push him back because of the blister? And use the weather we'll as an excuse?
1: Out. <laughs> we, we, we shall find out after about um a few innings in this game. Yeah, well, that's
2: going to try the ownership way down, right? Because I don't think anyone's going to believe it.
1: It's... Man, it's tough to say. Yeah, I, I, for one, I,
2: I just thought – I can't – I've just been so wrong on pitching ownership all week. It's, just, it's getting in my head now. Like, Michael Walker was 35%. <laughs> I, I, I moved on to him because I was like, you know, he's projected at 10%. And, like, no one was talking about it. I was like, this is so sneaky. <laughs> He's terrible. Oh, baseball. what were you thinking? Honestly, uh, with, with uh, uh, you took Waka. Oh,
1: my God. This is. Um, I just love baseball. Oh, baseball so year round would be amazing.
2: So stupid. Yeah, I, it's, God, it's great when you don't make stupid decisions like playing a 35% on Michael Waka. Um, I, I don't mind DeGrom. I just. Yeah. Yeah. You just laugh at I me. Mean, I know how stupid it sounds. <laughs> I, I saw the stuff and I just literally laughed. I was like, oh, "You are the biggest idiot ever." All right, great. Just oh, totally all the way. I, I deserve to lose every penny. Um, I, I don't mind Degrom. I just ugh, I don't know if I'm gonna trust him. Like, I think like I'm just gonna go. If I, I think I'm just gonna go up to Scherzer or down to Archer or down to Eduardo, like. God. Adorno. God, maybe he could. Like, I, we'll get to him, I guess, coming up. But I, I just. The ground here. Like, do you really trust him? Pittsburgh's a second enough against righties to begin with.
1: I, I started Jeremy Hellickson against Pittsburgh, CJ. He
2: struck out one batter. One.
1: Like, you know, I'm going to start DeGrom against them.
2: He started. he struck, struck out one batter. Like, yeah. if, if you're well, not getting. Hellickson has,
1: he, like, a. Helison has a sixteen, like a six percent swinging strike rate. Degrom has a fifteen percent.
2: Okay, so he's gonna get two
1: and a half Ks. <laughs> two
2: and a half
1: Ks. <laughs> I'll take the over for as much as you want to bet.
2: <laughs> I know, right? Shocking. Um, I mean, just there's just no way that, like, I get it. It's just if he's not getting you eight to nine Ks, he's just not gonna win you tournaments. And I just don't know if I can trust him for that number.
1: It's it's a fair argument. Like, you know, in cash it's a really easy decision. Just pay the extra couple hundred bucks for Max Scherzer. Um
2: kind of feel like the answer in tournaments too, to be honest. Like there's just not enough of a discount to make it worth your time.
1: Yeah. You know, could could DeGrom, you know, lower the ownership for Scherzer enough where it just like you just pay for Scherzer and be done with it.
2: And Polanco's back too, which is like a real boom for the Pittsburgh lineup too.
1: Yeah, I, I like Scherzer more than Degrom, which is just weird coming out of my mouth, but yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm
2: going to play Degrom now that I kind of think about this.
1: All right, we got massive price tags on Jay Bruce and Michael Conforto, but man, this is just – this is such a good spot for the Mets. This all and depends, a terrible on, ballpark, how, this all depends on how
2: trendy they get. That all depends on how trendy the Mets are. If I start hearing Mets, 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 Mets I'm out.
1: Like it's a fifteen. W- I'll bet you some jelly beans that uh, Michael Conforto's under ten percent owned at five k. Under
2: ten percent, I will gladly take the he jelly does. beans on over.
1: He is five k. Nobody's gonna pay that.
2: I'll gladly take the over
1: for some jelly beans. No problem. We'll talk about it. Um, love Conforto. Love Bruce. Uh, don't even hate Reyes Walker. I don't play Lucas Duda, but, like, even this You're spot. You're not playing
2: Jose Reyes at 4.1K. Get the
1: F out of here.
2: Shut up. You can up. play him
1: at shortstop now. You can You're play him at shortstop now. Him.
2: Okay, let's play a name game. Uh, you know, shout out to the fantasy focus. Sorry, I didn't mean to steal their plug. Um, all right, would you rather play uh, Didi Gregorius against Kendall Graveman or Jose Reyes?
1: Um. Yeah. You already know the answer. I'd rather play the guy okay, than her I, that Reyes. Was,
2: that was the only one that might have been Reyes, by the way, because the other ones are even more insane. Jose Reyes or Carlos Correa. Correa. Okay. Jose Reyes or Elvis Andrews, first here. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on.
1: Oh, buddy, a Stribble Carrera was activated from the disabled list Thursday.
2: Jose Reyes or a Struble Carrera.
1: <laughs> well, that one's easy. <laughs> Just uh, you know, we those guys that come off the DL that people still think they're on the DL always go overlooked. So Strubo Cabrera at 38, there,
2: that second, people will catch on.
1: Maybe so. Yeah, it's a seven o'clock game. Atlanta it's seven o'clock. 8, right? that yeah, definite. yeah,
2: they'll,
1: they'll, they'll people will see that. But that's just um, another ch- lucky for Chad
2: Cool. <laughs> like
1: <laughs> Wilmer Flores will be out I'm of the lineup lefty. now. <laughs> They'll put Cabrera play shortstop and uh, Reyes is play third and Wilmer
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's been like
2: seven righties for Chad Cool. Rest in peace, Chad Cool. You you don't have much of a chance here.
1: And no, oh, Degrom hits lefty too. <laughs> he can oh, hit.
2: <laughs> can we get Degrom hitting points? I roster chat Degrom. I guess, hitting points. Oh Did man! You see Ma- oh, by the way, random stat of the year: Kenta Maeda has yet to strike out.
1: Oh, really, that's interesting.
2: It came out during the broadcast, yeah. and I was like, "This is the most random stat I've ever heard." And then he hits like this chopper double down the line. I was just like, "Oh my god!" The guy literally can't strike out. It was unbelievable. Just kept hacking away at these pitches that were just like terrible pitches. You just like get a piece, get a piece. I was like, "He's better than half the Dodgers hitters in this damn lineup."
1: Well, I don't know. I don't know if you know the story about Degrom, but he went to Stetson University right here by you know Deland, like my hometown. He played shortstop for Stetson until his either junior or senior year, and that's when he started pitching. <laughs> he played shortstop, so he's a you know he's definitely competent of hitting. Um, any Pittsburgh bats? No. All right, let's move on. Texas at Toronto. AJ Griffin against Mike Bolsinger. Um, I'm guessing you don't like the pitchers here.
2: I don't. Oh man, this game. Um, this is my I, there's a stack in this game. I love, I love a stack in this game.
1: Is it Texas? No, all right. Well, let's talk Texas bats first. Is there anything that stands out to you here for Texas? Uh,
2: at 3.9 is way too cheap. Um, Luke Roy 2 is too cheap. Like, I
1: think those bats are too cheap. I may think, think they make good one offs. If you're playing a bunch of tournament lineups, you you just have to have Joey Gallo in lineups at this point. No, like I'm not. The home for, run upside is just insane. Four point three k, Stevie. Like you can't not pay the price. He's like second or third in home runs per this season. He has fourteen home play,
2: runs. Would you play Manny Machado or Joey Gallo? Um,
1: play Manny Machado. One lineup. One lineup team. I'd play Machado. Yes. If I'm playing twenty teams, I'm gonna have two or three teams with Gallo.
2: Would you rather play Joey Gallo or Mike Mustakas against Clevenger the Who?
1: Uh, Machado or um, Gallo?
2: Guys And like I'm 200. a Mike
1: Mustakas homer. Here's the problem with
2: Joey Gallo: even if he hits a home run, that's all you're going to get.
1: I'll take eighteen. Like
2: sixteen points. fancy points is fine, but like it's not like it's not like you automatically win because he gets sixteen points. Like,
1: are you are you really arguing that a home run doesn't matter now?
2: My argument is when it's like he's under two hundred and he's priced like a guy who's can get, can do you more than one home run. Yeah, I think it matters.
1: Just hits home runs. Like the home run's only it. worth
2: sixteen DK points. Like, there's a lot of these guys in similar price that have ceilings higher than that.
1: Sixteen, like maybe DK points, too.
2: I didn't say it sucks, but like he's batting two hundred. Like, if he doesn't get a home run, you're done. You get like a zero.
1: Exactly. That's why he's a tournament play. If you're playing multiple teams, I didn't it's say if you're playing three entry three max. max like, make sure you play Joey like, Gallo.
2: Like, give me Travis Shaw against Godley first. Give me like, there's so many guys I'd rather take that like I know can go get like a home run and another hit. <laughs> Evan Longoria against Hector right. Santiago. Give me that.
1: I'm not even gonna argue this anymore. Um, all right, let's talk Toronto here. You said you like um What are we looking at?
2: I love the Toronto stack. Love it. Love it. Love it. Now, ideally, Joe, uh, ideally, Josh Donaldson cracks the lineup late. Toronto gives us a really late lineup, and he, he's supposed to come back at some point this weekend. Ideally, he comes back here, and we can kind of like now get a Bautista, Morales, uh, Donaldson, smoke-type middle of that order. And Ryan Goings, up on this podcast, Grand Slam, baby. Back in play, 2.7K, and he's got that shortstop eligibility. And A.J. Griffin is bad.
1: You know what sucks? Smoke and Morales are first base eligible. So, like, you have to make two teams when you stack Toronto. you got to make one with Smoke and one with Morales.
2: Same exact fan. You slide on over to fantasy draft and you play them both.
1: No, I agree. I, I love this spot for the lefties. Um, Correa K. Is... They,
2: they have a big tournament on fantasy draft, by the way. Like, it's the perfect slate to go over there and
1: play. Oh, yeah, I have some tickets for that. Correa is 2,700. I know he's not the best hitter in the world, but he's going to hit – likely at the top of that order um that, that's a good price tag i don't think
2: aj griffin can hold on any runners either but i think i remember
1: you know, we, we, last time. You know we're, we're talking about we're talking about aj griffin um 398 woba against lefties 2.83 home run per nine 42.9 percent hard contact rate his BABIP is under 300 and his xfip is over five against lefties that's 70 inning sample size since the start of last year. Um, he sucks against lefties. He's terrible against lefties. Like The smoke show and the Morales show is definitely in play here.
2: He's also giving up 39% hard contact to so righties. Let's not hold him short in that category either. And he's a fly ball pitcher against that Toronto lineup.
1: He sucks. Like, there's
2: a reason Toronto has a run total over five. Yeah, he, he sucks. Like I really just hope that it's just not – like I just hope it's one of those stacks where like people are like, oh, the lineup sucks, the lineup sucks. Donaldson gets ruled in late and people don't go back and reevaluate the lineup.
1: Please. <laughs> I don't know how much they'd go over looked here with a nine and a half total. We do have cores on the field or on the put on the slate. So. On the
2: slate Washington is Washington is the, have a high total. Cleveland has a massive total. The Red Sox have a massive total. Like uh, we have Buck Farmer versus Meg Pelfrey. Like I got news for you. Like Toronto's gonna be low up.
1: I don't think ownership matters on the slate, to be honest. Like, we just no, talked about five teams. I think it's going to be
2: really, spread out. really yeah. spread out everywhere other than Washington.
1: No, it's not a five-game slate. It's a 14, 14-game slate on DraftKings, 15-game slate on FanDuel. Like, play what you like. Play Reds, what you like. Actually, the the Red
2: Sox might be chalky. After watching them be 40% tonight, the Red Sox might be tomorrow. I, I should take that
1: back. Yeah, but we have Cores, We have Yankees with a five-implied yeah, team. Yeah, but the total. Red
2: Sox total is the same as Coors.
1: No, are you sure? Cardinals 5.5,
2: Red Sox 5.43.
1: Oh, implied team. Yeah, Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I was like total-wise, it's like a run lower, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I was All thinking right. implied team totals. No, you're fine. Angels at Miami, Jesse Chavez against Dan Straley. Um, either one of these pitchers stand out to you here in Miami? This whole game
2: is a snooze fest to me. Oh, the
1: Mike Trout. This game is not a snooze fest if the roof is open for me. It's an eight and a half total, so I'm going to assume the roof is closed. Uh, well,
2: we will not know. I can't know. imagine Jesse Chavez versus Dan Straley is an eight and a half total if the roof is open. Straley's been like remotely decent this year. The total's not eight and a half if the roof's
1: open in late May. I promise. Listen, I'm just saying it's Marlins at at Marlins Park or something like that, right? Yeah. Like check tomorrow if the roof is open in this game. Um, I bet you the total will go up too.
2: Yeah, like you would, you would know. Like you'd wake up and you'll be listening to this podcast and you'll be looking like, "Oh, total says nine and a half." Look, that guy means that the roof's open.
1: I, I wanted to be open just so I can play Valbuena. Cal- Calhoun is three
2: point one k. Calhoun's been so bad. Valbuena, sure. Calhoun's just been bad.
1: Ben Revere's, like three, three k two, right? Three point two. Yeah, I, I've been try. I've tried the
2: call Calhoun thing twice, and it's just like his swings are just awful. Like at this point, like just. I'll let somebody else be the guy who plays him every day at this point.
1: Yeah, not a lot standing out to me on the Marlins, but, you know, same thing. It's Stanton and Ozuna. If the roof is open, it's interesting. Because it's going to be – Miami didn't, like,
2: oh. didn't play yesterday, right?
1: No, they were off. They were traveling back from the West Coast.
2: All righty. First game back from the West Coast trip is always kind of a letdown spot, but I just don't see, like, really attacking the Angels here, this lineup. Like, no and he got hurt, so it's just, like,
1: No chance of a by the way. Both the four? It's, like, chance of thunderstorms, like, 60% through the whole game, so.
2: Yep. Nope, so that roof's going to be closed, and
1: kind of just means that the game is met, and we can move on to the next one. Kansas City at Cleveland, Ian Kennedy against Mike Clevenger. Yeah. Um, This total – this game just – this whole line just – You know,
2: Stevie, this is what – Stevie, we're falling into the same trap again. This is the exact same trap we just fell into. Bad. Bad us. Why – this is the same thing we just fell into. It's a a pitching change. This isn't a real line. We just walked into this trap. We did it again. It was a pitch. It was supposed to be someone else.
1: And they got – I wonder if it was supposed to be like Chris Young or somebody. Like bad. No, for
2: Cleveland? No, no, no. It's Cleveland. Cleveland's no, the Cle- picture that changed.
1: Yeah, so. Because
2: they got rained out in Cleveland.
1: Yeah, but so Clevenger was, was talking about it yesterday. Clevenger was a massive favorite yesterday, too.
2: Yeah, but Cincinnati's terrible. It's a different team. Oh, different team. Like, it's t- it's t- it's t- yeah.
1: But the guy that got pushed back was Josh Tomlin. Like, Tomlin would minus. It's not 200. bad. We get over this. He's not minus 200 against the Royals. Yeah, he might be. He might be minus 2 against the Royals.
2: Josh so right, Tomlin's uh, not bad.
1: What's your interest in these pitchers? Anything here? Zero. Little interest in Clevenger. The Royals suck so bad. You,
2: you're not rostering Michael Clevenger on a 15-game slate.
1: His Fanduel price is really interesting. I will say that.
2: What's his Fanduel price?
1: Uh, you got to scroll down until 7800
2: Nah. Seventy-eight
1: hundred. Seventy-eight hundred.
2: What's wrong with that? I will find the nine hundred. I will find the nine hundred for Eduardo first.
1: <laughs> you love him
2: today. <laughs> I love him every day. He's got like a sixteen percent swing strike rate. What else do you want?
1: Um, hey, Clevenger has a twelve percent.
2: Eduardo Rodriguez is like freaking the next Kershaw. We don't, and everyone's just like acting like it's no big deal. Like he's really good now. <laughs> he was a superstar talent who finally figured out. How to get people to swing and miss. Like, welcome.
1: You're going to get blown up on Twitter tomorrow. Don't at me, please. I don't, care. don't at me when you um, want to talk to the Kershaw talk.
2: Swing, he's got a higher swing and strike rate than Clayton Kershaw this year. I'm not saying he's going to be as good as Clayton Kershaw. I just meant, like, like, like upside-wise. That's his upside every time he takes the mound. All right. Um... At me if you want. I don't <laughs> care. Like, the numbers – I'm a numbers guy. The numbers tell me that he has a better swing strike rate than Clayton Kershaw. I'm sorry. Like of zone swing percentage is higher too. I'm sorry. Like it is what it is.
1: Listen, I didn't I'm make the not, numbers up. I'm not getting in the middle of this. <laughs> this is this is between CJ, the numbers, and Twitter. I'm out of this. Um,
2: Go ahead, Twitter. Bring it. Bring it on. Like 20 28 percent K rate this year. Like that's insane.
1: Isn't that's that we have? Right, eight. We'll get
2: that. We'll get that. That's, like, this is, that's not even the game we're on.
1: I know. Uh, any Royals bats that you like here? No. Exactly. No, Clevenger in play. Um, any Cleveland bats that you like here against your boy? No, I'm not touching this game. Pass. Yeah, they're just too expensive. Yeah, they're just too expensive. Like if Is Bradley
2: Zimmer still cheap on Frandle. Bradley.
1: If Kipnis was cheaper, Bradley
2: Zimmer at two point three. I can get on the Bradley Zimmer train at two point three.
1: Yeah, I can play Kipnis on Fanduel too at three point three k.
2: Yeah, I
1: don't like that. Yeah, Kennedy just gives up a ton of hard contact. The lefties and like Kip, this is the one guy, I like lead Leadoff, that I would have interest in, but the price on DraftKings is way too high. Seattle at Boston, Guiardo against Rodriguez, um, AKA Kershaw 2.0. Guiardo. Whoa,
2: whoa. whoa. <laughs> My statement was outrageous enough as it is. You don't have to like make it worse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what I'm here for. I'm here to jump up the trolls on Twitter. Um, I'm guessing you have no interest in Gallardo? None. All right, let's talk Rodriguez for a second. You pretty much got into it when we were talking about the last game. You know, you you kind of throw out his stats from 2016. He struggled. He struggled a lot in 2016. He was pitch
2: tipping. He was pitch tipping. That's what happened.
1: Yeah, this guy, massive prospect um, with the Orioles organization, came over to Boston. this is what we kind of always expected from him. You know, 12.8% swing and strike rate this season, not giving up a ton of hard contact. He has a 27.8% strikeout rate. Like, the numbers don't lie. Um, super solid here.
2: Yeah, striking out 10.32 uh, righties per uh, per nine. Like, you know, good numbers against lefties too. And lefties have actually been running super pure against them. 400 Babbitt. So, like, it's even going to be better than this when they stop, like, having every batted ball magically find a hole.
1: And Geo actually didn't look terrible against Seattle in that game today. Got a lot of swinging strikes. Yeah, um, he, had, he had eight strikeouts and five and one thirds. So he just he just struggled with walks, and that's just Geo in a nutshell. But um, you know, you always you always worry about Nelson Cruz. Obviously, you always worry about Nelson Cruz when you're facing here. But like, the Seattle just doesn't change their lineup. Whether it's a lefty or righty, they just don't change their lineup. Like you know. Gamble's going to be in the lineup, Seeger's going to be in the lineup, Cano's going to be in the lineup, and you're getting three lefties guaranteed almost every day now.
2: Yeah, and Eduardo's uh, only given up four home runs in the season. Or, excuse me, five. Like, he's done a good job keeping the ball in the ballpark. You know, and he hasn't now, granted, he's actually had a lot of road starts. Like, that's probably, like, the negative is just, like, you know, he hasn't been pitching with that stupid wall there. Um, but in his two Fenway starts, he's been good. You know, 19 against the Padres or uh, against the Pirates and 25 against the Cubs. And we know they could hit left handed pitcher.
1: Um, any Seattle bats that you like here? Well, Nelson Cruz
2: is facing a lefty.
1: So you got to stay on brand. No, Nelson Cruz is definitely in play in tournaments. Um,
2: is he? Uh, the, oh, four, like, he's really expensive tonight, Stevie. 4,200. Uh oh. Hit his ballpark against a lefty. Gotta raise that dude. price up 200 more.
1: Do you know how many tweets I got today? Like seventy-five percent of the field didn't listen to the morning grind.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was off a of bullpen guy, and I didn't look at it, and so I felt like an idiot,
1: but that's okay. It was still Jacob Turner, like
2: yeah, like, you're uh, gonna take, yeah. Nelson you're, Cruz you're a yourself. ground ball prone righty, yeah. <laughs> like that, it was almost as good a spot as against
1: the lefty, but. Like oh Gio, fine. Oh wait, I get Jacob Turner. Yes. <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I was actually. You know, this is probably the only thing better than them bringing out uh, Gio at like hundred pitches, because Gio at hundred pitches is probably walk him on four.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, Nelson Cruz only interest here. Um, definitely don't hate a Boston stack here. It, it's really going to depend on like how popular they become. Um, the prices kind to scare we, people away. We talked about it earlier. Just play what you like. Play what you like on the sleeve. Xander right now is in fuego. In fuego.
2: I wish Morero was so bad in ninth. Oh, he's so bad. He's so bad. Like the Red Sox really don't have anyone else at AAA. Like, really? They don't have anyone else other than Devin Morero. Like it's it's he really like it
1: finally though.
2: He had a home run today, I
1: think, didn't he? he had a good, yeah, but he's you know hits in four straight games now, finally
2: still really bad like don't he's not bad as panda i would rather have panda the panda sucks um panda was totally oh i mean he wasn't he was pretty bad all right i I just the red sox just are running all over the place too and can george hold anyone on i don't remember
1: it also depends who's catching if zanino's catching he has a good arm
2: Zanino caught uh to get the lefty and zanino will probably catch again
1: yeah, he has a good arm. So
2: yeah, whatever. The Red Sox just aren't caring about that. To be honest, they're just like they they were running against Yachty, So if they're running against Yachty, they're just gonna run. And he gave up a, uh, five steals in 118 innings last year. So like nothing. That's not. That's pretty. It's pretty decent, right?
1: Yeah, Yardo uh, 358 Wobo against righties, um, 330 Wobo against lefties. So like, Boston definitely in play here.
2: I want to play the Xander one off as a Contrarian play because no one's going to do it. he, like, he's he's already stolen now after stealing another base today. He's at eight already. <laughs> like, he's going to steal twenty. He's and he's going to he's going to be a 15-20 or 15-25 guy this year. And like, people are like, uh-huh. people are like, oh, you know, I got I got to play freaking Trey Turner. Like, that's what Trey Turner's dream is—is is to like get ten home runs and he'll probably steal more bases, but. Like, the, Xander's the way better hitter. And tra- everyone will use Trey Turner as a one-off, and no one will ever use Xander.
1: That's good for us and good for our listeners. Um, God, the Boston prices. I know. That's in why I'm ben- really
2: tempted just to place it. Sorry, go
1: ahead. 4.5. No, Ben um 4.5K.
2: He's been running lately too, though. He's had four steals in his last four.
1: You know, like, Boston definitely interesting. Like If you're stacking Boston, do you play Hanley or Mitch? They're the same price today. 4.6 and 4.5. Or do you just play the top four and lead them off your you stack? You play Hanley
2: because Mitch could get pinch hit for if they bring on a lefty.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. All right, let's move on. Detroit at Chicago. This game, this slate's on Fandle. Um, it's the second half of a do- double header. Buck Farmer against Mike Pelfrey. The only issue here. <laughs> you won't know um, a lineup. You won't know a lineup. There's 50, 50% chance of rain, like winds blowing in in Chicago. It's still Buck Barber versus Mike it, Calfrey at 1%. I
2: if I can't. told you you could stack against Mike Calfrey at
1: 1%. Now I know, but like <laughs> – you might not get a lineup before, locked, before the you lock of to, that game either. But you,
2: you could use the guys who didn't play in the first half, right? So let's say like they sit Frazier or something. Like You can play Frazier in the second half. they like, are not going to sit them on both ends.
1: I'm really glad this is not on DraftKings <laughs> slate. Um,
2: what's the pricing on or What are they pricing this facing? That's the real question. Like That's the real question. Are they cheap or are they
1: super expensive? So at least – like. An eight forty game start. Their their first half of the double header starts at five. If you get weather and you get any kind of like delay in the first game, you're not definitely not going to get a lineup.
2: With... Oh, it starts at five. You actually might get a lineup
1: before the eight forty yeah. starts. There's maybe. late
2: swap on every site. There's, there's late swap on every site. You could always pivot the course if you had to.
1: Oh, you know who. You know, you could definitely look at here.
2: You can pivot. You can pivot to Baltimore, Houston, which I like. You can pivot to Atlanta, Arizona. Like, there's a lot of pivots that, like, you can you can give yourself the extra hour.
1: I don't hate the idea. Nine and a half total. There's going to be runs scored in this game. It's just both these pitchers stink, and the bullpens behind them are just as bad. Yeah, and the bullpens. It's a second half of a double header for the Detroit bullpen. Like, and the White Sox bullpen. Like, yeah, I I'm, I might have just taught
2: myself into this.
1: So Buck Farmer has 79 career innings in the majors. He has a 1.67 whip and a 6.84 ERA. Yeah, that's really bad. <laughs> Almost a hit per inning. Over a hit per inning. He has 79 innings, 90, 90 hits allowed, and 60 earned runs in 79 innings. 16 home runs. Buck Farmer's not good, Beep, peeps. Moving on, Tampa at Minnesota. Um, Chris Archer against Hector Santiago. Eight and a half total in Minnesota here. Archer has some upside in the spot, right?
2: Yeah, I I like him a lot. Um, You know, like I I would play him over Degrom for sure. Um, And then kind of after that, the question is just like, do I really? Is thirteen hundred enough to get me off Scherzer? Like I just, my love for Eduardo has no bounds, and so like I guess for me the question is just like, am I paying up at all a pitcher? Am I even gonna to get to the? Am I going on this high? Because like, you know we talked about the Grum, right? Like the Grum can has like the K upside in this spot is questionable. Archer we know can get blown up. Scherzer we know can give up home runs. Will it be truly as healthy he does in this spot? Sure, but if he gives up three earned runs and only strikes out eleven. Like you're not exactly drawing dead if you go with Eduardo and you know, some of these other mid tier guys we're gonna to get to. So I just I just don't know if to do it, if, it, if Archer's worth it. And he also is a home road split guy too, if I remember correctly. You wanna play him in a tropical beat yeah, him on the red
1: He is. Um you know, small sample size. Or let's look at his career stats because he's pitched in Tampa his whole career. All his numbers are higher on the road, which makes sense. Um, 2017, pitch it, pitch it 2017, 336 Woba on the road, 260 on at home. And then 2016, 335 Woba on the road, 272 Woba at home. So he's definitely a road splits guy. His ERA was three runs higher um, on the road last year. Yeah, I think and the that's thing
2: the that's that actually and concerns me.
1: The thing that kind of concerns me about Archer is, yeah, he's pitching really good this year. There's no doubt about it. Like the Sierra, everything lines up with what he's doing. 0.6% hard contact rate against a team that has some power bats.
2: Wow, Chris Archer's been lucky as hell. Did you look at his hard contact rate against lefties? Look at his hard contact What's rate just in general. 51% Stevie. Whew. And you know there's going to be lefties in this lineup.
1: Our boy, Max Kepler. This is a
2: pass. This is a firm pass.
1: The only way you're playing archers is if you get no lefties in the Minnesota
2: lineup. 27% hard line drive rate against lefties? Yeah, no, I don't think so. I wonder if there's a reason for it or if it's just a sample size. thing. That's a good look. That's interesting. I'm not sure what it could be.
1: Um, uh you, you you had me interested um he was
2: yeah I'm kind of, I'm kind of interested to see what it could possibly be
1: Pretty neutral last year as far as hard contact with lefties and righties.
2: Yeah, it could just be a sample size thing that could be a pinch type thing too. He's not throwing his change up as much this year well that would do it like that would be what he he threw his change up last year twelve percent and it's down to six percent this year. that would really explain it a whole lot. Did he have uh? Did he have splits problems in twenty fifteen? Out of curiosity, you have that page up?
1: Yep, I do. Um, Woba well, was pretty neutral. It's neutral.
2: Interesting. Okay, it could be noise because I was just wondering because like he had he threw his change up like basically six percent his whole career until last year.
1: He was really good in twenty fifteen. By the way, like his numbers just in general. Yeah, I, I, I'm. Yeah, was I, the, I think that was the Chris Archer breakout year. Was 2015.
2: I, I don't think I'm just going to touch Archer in this yeah. spot. Like, there's so many good spots. There's so many good spots. Why am I going to pick one? And it's actually hot in Minnesota too, for what it's worth. Like, finally,
1: would it shock me if Archer puts up 25? No, but I'm with you. I think there's just options. Like, I'm just going to find the extra money for Scherzer. Like, if I'm going to go over 10k, I'm playing Scherzer. It's just where Fair enough. At.
2: Yeah, I, I think I agree with that statement. Or I'm playing the Grom and I'm being and knowing full well I'm getting fancy. Like I just can't imagine
1: getting the Archer. And the Grom's going to be like half the ownership of Archer. Like yeah. Um, no Hector Santiago, right? Yeah. No. Uh, hey, if Tim Beckham bats leadoff, you know we talked about shortstop 2.8K leadoff against the lefty on the road. He's getting too chalky for me. Like. He's getting- Dude it was for full Bob Bob. at like four percent,
2: at like fifteen percent. Tim Beckham, I, 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 like, he strikes He's out be a so
1: pod. popular.
2: I know, like, it's such an easy fade. You could pay. You could pay an extra 200 bucks for Galvez Dean is trying to, like, when Dean's trying to get me Tim Beckham versus like Freddie Galvis and Didi Gregorius bets against the righty. Like the Tim Beckham train has gone too far.
1: And the the sad thing is, like we both really like Beckham.
2: We were we've rushed like, him against a lefty every time last year, every time. But like if mm-hmm. he's gonna be like popular, like that's not the value of Tim Beckham at all.
1: And at two point eight k, he's been hitting lead off against lefties. Like he's gonna be popular. There's no doubt about it. Shortstop kind of weak.
2: And the ones that you like are really up there in price. If you're playing Scherzer, sure, so you probably can't fit them. Yeah, I, I think it's just a situational fade. I do love Evan Longoria, though, We will not
1: be fading him. Yeah, to kind of just look at it, it's a, it's a really small sample size. Tim Beckham has 48 at-bats against lefties this season. His ISO is under 100. But his hard contact rate is 47%. God, that's why we play him.
2: Yeah,
1: he's been that's mad. why he, we play him. He did this last year. Like,
2: his hard contact last rate, last rate too, was massive. Okay. I don't know. I, I, like, You're with me, right? The ownership is saying like, if you're playing Scherz, you're like, this is your way to save money.
1: I kind of just think I'm going to play Galvis. He's, in, he's $200 more. You know, Galvis yeah. can run.
2: The problem is Beckham's on the road, so you get the extra at bat, and all the cash game guys love that extra at bat.
1: Like if you want to play Tim Beckham here, I have no issues with it whatsoever. Like even right. last
2: year, right when Tim Beckham had 117 WRC plus against lefties, he still had a 33% K rate. Like there is just massive risk with Tim Beckham here.
1: Yeah, he's definitely got to can strike out a bunch, and then he bring they bring in a righty and like oh Brad I mean, Miller. going the, so. the game, but
2: he's gonna yeah, and so is Duffy. So like he'll stick in the game, but it probably strike out. Like like if I'm playing a 2.8 K guy, right, like. Give me Tim Anderson at two point eight k against Buck Farmer. The
1: other, the, like the the biggest issue with the weeks or not the weeks fade, but the Beckham fade is like Hector Santiago, a guy that gives up a ton of hard contact. His BABIP is like two fifty. There's like all kinds of regression for Hector Santiago against righties. He stinks. Yeah, he does. Like that's sure. the, that's but the it, issue. But
2: at least Santiago can get some swinging strikes against righties. Like he can do it when his pitches are on.
1: You know who I kind of like in the spot is Derek Norris. Cheap sure, catcher. we haven't talked about a catcher. We haven't talked
2: about a catcher yet.
1: Yeah, cheap catcher, two point seven k on the road, in seventh should still get his fourth at bat. Like, what's wrong with him? Although I said,
2: I said, I said that and there's two catches in the next game. I love, but um, no, not, not at all. I don't, I don't hate the
1: idea of like. I, you know really me, I love t- punting catcher. Like, it's my favorite thing in the world to do. I
2: just. God. How is that for something? This is such a trap. Yeah, I'm not playing them. I think the only reason I'm playing is Longoria. Like, I'm just not gonna eat the Beckham chalk. Like, if 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 you know, Softy, I is terrible again. I just lose. Like, so be it.
1: Again, I have no issues with playing Tim Beckham, but no, I don't either. Know. I
2: don't either. I just,
1: I don't know if I want to do
2: it. Like, where I know he's going to be ops. Like, he's going to be the savings option A when you're playing Strasbourg.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, just really quick, I want to clarify this for just just the listeners that may have not listened to the podcast a bunch. Like, you know, we're we're tournament players. Like, you and I are tournament players. Like, our mindset is, you know, a guy is going to be thirty to forty percent owned because he's so cheap. He's two well, point two six. Well, well,
2: not getting that high.
1: He's you don't think he's going to be
2: thirty percent owned? No, he won't get that high. He'll get into, like twenty, twenty two. It's a fifteen year slate. I mean, it's still really massive. Like when there's 15 shorts, there's still 30 shortstops on the slate, and one of them is going to take one out of every four lineups. But that is still massive. Yeah,
1: that's a lot. I, I think he's going to be really popular. I, I could see him I push 30.
2: There's no chance you can play him at 30. None.
1: I guess it depends on the tournament too, the buy-in. Like I've been playing the, the higher the buy-in, the more people, yeah. the
2: people are gonna- I still think though, like it's your lines can pretty much come pre prepackaged with Scherzer back on. Like it's just like the easy route to go. Because it's not exactly like a shortstop that you're like trying to get in there.
1: Galvis is two hundred dollars
2: more. I mean, I agree, but that's no one ever rosters Freddie Galvis. When was the last time Freddie Galvis was chalk? Like ever?
1: No. All right. Um, all right. Let's move on. Twins. All the lefties all of them. except for Joe Mauer <laughs> don't play Joe Mauer I, <laughs> no, I, I, I can no I can say it
2: you want I'm not doing it so next week I'll go back to making fun of Joe Mauer next week he gets like a one-week reprieve. no he doesn't yeah, well nope you know now I'm gonna roster Joe Mauer my twin stack just cuz
1: you can play Kenny's Vargas for a hundred dollars less. You can play Ryan Healy for a hundred dollars less. I
2: mean, it's purely a I want to I want to win a tournament
1: with Joe Mauer to
2: troll Stevie move. Not it's not based in any fact whatsoever.
1: Now it's been coming Monday. New co-host on the. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Josh Bell, hundred dollars more. Matt Holiday, I didn't say more. it
2: was a good play. I'm not defending it as a good play in any way, shape, manner, or form.
1: Lucas, dude, a two hundred dollars more against Chad. Cool. I'd rather I play. We
2: get the damn point. <laughs> no one's saying playing Joe Mauer. I was trolling you. Move on.
1: Oh, I know, I know. I was just trying to troll you back. Um, you're
2: the one who has to get on the road, like.
1: <laughs> I you know. Um, I do think to get on the road. I have a lot. I have a lot of um cherry vanilla Pepsi and Mountain Dew. Um, oh. Dew USA. Yeah, I'm. I'm good to go.
2: Oh, cherry Pepsi vanilla. Pepsi, if you're listening and you want to sponsor this podcast, you hit us up. We'll take care of you. No problem.
1: Yeah. Anybody that works for Pepsi, Pepsi listen to the podcast. Uh, slide in my DMs. Baltimore at Houston. Kevin Gossman against Joseph Musgrove. Nine total in this game. Can this game please go overlooked?
2: Please? I, you, know, you know I'm stacking Baltimore in this spot. After last year oh, – yeah where I almost I lost the queue by under one point with two points for my two pitchers combined. Just in case you misheard me, I lost a queue by one point when my pitchers combined for two DraftKings points. Combined for two DraftKings points. Lost a queue by one point. All right, note to self. That's how under on this stack was against Joe Musgrove the first time. And not. it was on a full slate like this on a Friday, and it's going to happen again.
1: Note to self, do not play... Rodriguez here because he's going to give CJ negative points because he's stacking Baltimore. Good to know.
2: Yeah, no, Rodriguez would be I've lost two of the most untalented pitchers in that slate, but two of the worst pitchers. I don't even think either one's in the majors anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I love is this, this a, spot for Baltimore. I agree with you 100. Um, percent Everyone's going to play Houston too, and no one's going to touch Baltimore. Not saying Houston's a bad stack by any means. Like this is a no, great no, no. game stack, great game stack. Yeah. I But that's the thing. I think everyone is going to instinctively
2: game stack it, and no one's just going to play the Baltimore side with, you know, um, another team, right? It's just like, you know, even even if you went to Cleveland, right? Let's say you went to Cleveland to get that second-base shortstop type combination. Of course, I'm going to build a J.J. Hardy team because we, you know, narrative street, screw me out of the seat. Um, But, like, you know, like I think everyone's going to let the, the teams combine really well in terms of a game stack. So I think that's what everyone's, like, de facto moves going to be. So if you can find another team that meshes well with Baltimore stacks, you're going to differentiate even
1: the people that play Baltimore. You didn't hear this from me, but um, Philly actually is a good mix with Baltimore. Yes, it is. Yes,
2: it is. <laughs> yes, it is. That's a
1: great idea.
2: Going on a piece of paper.
1: No, just saying.
2: Yes, yes, yes. That's the answer. Thank you,
1: Stevie. You're welcome, Philly. Philly doesn't have that really like big first baseman. You play Chris Davis uh, anyway. I, oh, I don't thanks. have to like go into it anymore. Um, no, so. you've
2: you've done you've done your part to the listeners. They can figure that out from there.
1: Um, Houston uh, side. Yeah. Like, don't don't sleep on the Houston side of this game either. Like we, you know, we talk about Gossman. He's been awful this season. I haven't been season long in the RotoGrinders League. I know how bad he's been this year. Um, Reverse splits pitcher, 370 Woba against righty since the start of last year. Gives up a bunch of home runs. Um, Kind of a neutral pitcher as far as, you know, everything else. Um, You know, George Springer, Altuve, Correa, Gaddis. Like, this is a good spot for these guys. Gurriel, like, yes.
2: I don't think I need to say any more. I think you've uh, pretty well uh, taken care of that for me.
1: Yeah, Gattis definitely play at catcher. Gary L, 2.9K um, first baseman. I hate playing him at first base, but, like, if you're playing on fantasy draft, they usually have that, like, cut-in-half pricing on DraftKings. Or, so you could definitely look at him over there where you can play, you know, multiple first basements.
2: Yep, absolutely.
1: Arizona at Milwaukee, Godley against Herrera. Um, let's talk Zach Godley, 6.3K against a team that is – 90% chance of Ryan Braun heading to the DL. Um, everything's saying 10-day DL is coming for him. Uh, sure. He still has to get through Thames and Shawl. Yeah, he does. But that's literally all he has to get through at this point. Yeah, I could see him giving up a couple of runs here. But, you know, there, there's double-digit strikeout upside here. Yeah. I'm taking a note
2: here while I'm at it, before I forget. Uh, you know how that is. Sometimes, like you, you're looking at something and you don't want to forget it. We were talking about this yesterday. Totally, just had that one of those moments. I have no
1: idea what you said. <laughs> I was just talking about Zach Godley.
2: Oh, I like him a lot. Um, you know, there was no K's last time against the the like the Padres. It was a really small zone. Not gonna really worry about it. Um, you know, like there's power in this offense for sure. Like. You know, be really a Brewers thing to do is to, you know, just completely troll me after I was basically all in and, you know, they scored zero runs and come back and score seven today. But I just don't see a real case here for the Brewers, to be honest. Like, I kind of think it's Diamondbacks or bust, but the line is just as fishy as it was yesterday. Like, it's the exact same trap line they had out yesterday for the Diamondbacks. So maybe I do have to go back to the Brewers a little bit here.
1: Um, you know, you look at it, and yeah, it's a four-start sample size, but Godley has a sixty-five percent ground ball rate this season too. So not only is he getting that strikeout rate up a little bit, um, the ground balls have been there. So, all right, let's talk Arizona bats. Man, seems like an excellent spot again.
2: I just can't. I, I just you can't play everyone. but I'm going to eventually have to start cutting some of these teams out. Like. Thank goodness that, like, the last two games had, like, zero fantasy value whatsoever. Um,
1: oh, yeah, we're going to breeze through those like, games. Don't worry.
2: I just – I don't know if I'm paying these prices for the Diamondbacks. Like, Chris Owings still has no power, Twitter. He still has no power. I don't care that he hit one out. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, it, but, So did every other shortstop. Like, yeah. whatever. But congratulations congratulations, twenty percent of you that rostered Chris Owens. I dare you to try again.
1: Um, I I definitely man, it's tough because you want you want like how high powered offenses on the slate that can give you a bunch of home runs, and Arizona has that type of offense. It all obviously it depends on what the lineup looks like, but like they're a team that can get you. You know, three home runs in a game. You know, Baltimore, Houston, same way. Toronto, like, there's so much upside on the slate.
2: That's the thing. I would just rather play those teams than play Diamondbacks. Like,
1: fair enough. Baltimore um,
2: so low owned. It's just, it's
1: spot. What about the Milwaukee side? Do you have any interest in Thames or Shaw? I would stack
2: it if I was playing it. I just got to see what the hell the lineup looks like. Like Braun's going to the DL most likely, and uh, we don't know what the status of uh, Manny Pena is after he got drilled in the elbow. So, I don't know. I kind of got to see a lineup. But I-, I can't imagine that after being all in
1: on the Brewers, I won't have a share, but I don't really want to commit to it either. St. Louis at Colorado, Carlos Martinez against Sensatella. Um, so, it's the interesting... So the interesting thing about C-Mart, right, like, you know, you look at you look at his stats in 2013, 2014, 2015, 2016, and he used his curveball a ton. He's not throwing his curveball this year. Yeah, he's, like, turned into, like, this control guy. He's He added a slider this year. He's thrown his slider 215 times. He's thrown his curveball six.
2: Well, are we sure that's a real pitching change and not just a classification change?
1: I'm going to have to do some research on it um, because, like – I, I, I if it's a curveball, it's a big difference, right? Like if he's throwing his curveball and not a slider, like that's a huge difference when you go to course, but everything he has is straighter sideways. So like he's not the worst pitching profile for Coors.
2: The problem is he's been pitching a contact this year.
1: In like that's field. the problem. In course field. Yeah. I
2: the problem is I don't wanna play I don't want to play the Rockies flying from the East Coast against a guy who doesn't have like the vertical up and down stuff. I don't really want to play the Cardinals after a late game flying into Colorado in altitude, but Sensatella just gives up. He literally strikes out no one, and the Cardinals' problem is that they normally strike out. Oh, I don't want to play shock Cardinals.
1: I want to play Jed Jerko.
2: The problem is DraftKings didn't price him up enough. That's my problem.
1: Nobody's over 5K on the Cardinals side. Nobody's over 5K except for Blackman. In this what entire game, nobody's over five k except for Blackman.
2: I mean, which is fine. I guess it was much easier fade cores when they were over five k. So, like, I guess they kind of appreciate. It. Like, I guess they've gone too far. It's kind of nice to see them cut back a little. But couldn't you get started like next series? <laughs> for what it's worth. I have a couple buddies going to this game, so like, I'm a little biased. Like, I have a feeling that like they're going to get two to one because they're like, oh, it's course field. They're going to see so much offense, and so like Murphy's Law says they get two to one. But I, I, that definitely is influencing my opinion here for no good reason. I just for the I just don't want to play these guys. I don't want to play them. I don't want to. And I just, on this slate, like, I guess I don't really have to play anyone I don't want to.
1: It's fair enough. Um, you know, both these teams have implied team totals of five, oh, plus five. But, like, you know, we've talked about it. There's, you know, Houston has an implied team total over five. Boston has an implied team total over five. Detroit's right at five. Toronto's over five. Philly's at five. Phillies is at five. New York's over five. Washington's over five. Like on a normal night, like a five and five team total is like, oh, I'm so excited. But tonight it's just like, okay. Why couldn't you have made arcade mode big DraftKings? Grrr. The guy that really stands out to me price wise is Steven Piscati. Um, he's 4.3K. He's like, that's awful, just too cheap.
2: Awful. Stevie, have you watched this? Have you watched the Piscotty bat at bat in the last month?
1: Actually, he I know that you, you recommended him. The answer is, I can already tell you. He just—he's played four games since coming back from the DL, and he has a hit in three of those four games. That's great. I promise you, you don't want to rush Stevie Piscotty right now. You rush Stevie Piscotty
2: by the fourth inning, you're gonna go at Stevie TPFL. Why did you tell me to play Piscotty? He's terrible.
1: <laughs> because it's coarse field and he's cheap. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you know why he's cheap? at course, Field because he can't hit the baseball.
1: Yeah, whatever. Um, and the
2: slate's over. That's
1: it. It's done. Chicago at LA. Jake Arietta against Alex Wood. Arietta dog in this game against Wood. Any interest in these pitchers?
2: No. I'm not paying ten k for Alex Wood. Don't even
1: don't even bring it up. No, I, I'm more interested in Arietta.
2: You're not playing Arietta against the Dodgers. Stop
1: Didn't it. he throw a perfect game or a no hitter against the Dodgers last year? Or the year before? What is this? I just like remember the
2: flagship the... show. Like, what the hell is this? He threw a new hitter one time. So did, like, what the hell was that guy for Seattle who was terrible? Wasn't that Jacob Turner who threw a no hitter for Seattle?
1: Okay, let's be realistic. Jake Arietta is a good pitcher, and he is under 10K, 9.2K.
2: He has no strikeout upside. You're not winning the slate without strikeout upside from your pitchers.
1: 25% strikeout rate sucks? What's his swinging strike rate? Like 8?
2: 10.2%? Yeah, that's not going to
1: last. That's just not going to last. <laughs> what are you, ta- what are you <laughs> talking about? Arietta's swinging strike rate has been over 10% since 2014. If you want a larger sample size. It gets into like five, six hundred innings. A guy that doesn't give up any hard contact. Like I don't know what what's your issue with Arietta? Like, is there is there something I need to know? He's
2: not like an elite strikeout guy. Or at least like it's never shown up in his numbers. Like ever. Like he's fine. He's just not like I just there's just no way that on the slate I'm playing a guy that like if I don't think you can strike out seven batters, you're just not making my rosters tonight. Like you're just not.
1: Jock went on a seven-day DL. They're going to play Chris Taylor. That adds a righty to this lineup. Kind of probably takes away a couple strikeouts too. Let's be honest. I just like
2: I did this. I just made this. I just made this mistake. A guy who can't strike anyone out against the Dodgers. I literally just made this stupid mistake not even five hours ago.
1: Yeah, Eddie Butler is not Jake Arrieta, or who who pitched against the Dodgers yesterday? I don't remember. But Michael Waka. Ah, oh, Michael Waka Michael Waka is not Jake Arrieta. Jake Arietta almost won a Cy Young or won a Cy Young. Like, come on. Oh my god!
2: Wow. What what is this? We're using like postseason awards now to like justify plays. Like, what what the hell is this?
1: I don't understand why you have an issue with Jake Arrieta. <laughs> like, not that good. What do you mean? Jake Arietta has been really good for like four years now. Yeah, really
2: good, but like really good and being a really good DFS player not the same. They're not the
1: same. Oh man, I I, I don't understand the Jake Arrieta hate. By the like, way, by
2: the way, Michael Walker and Jake Arrieta basically have the exact same carrot this year, exactly the
1: same. Michael Walker is not Jake Arrieta though.
2: Like last year, he had eight points. Like he's probably he's fine. I'm not saying he's, like, this terrible play. I just – I'm just not touching. I just don't – you really think he's going to go out there and strike
1: out, like, seven or eight Dodgers in this spot? Like, really? It depends what the Dodgers lineup looks like. Like, it's if they have Gonzalez, like- Taylor, Chase Utley's been playing, like
2: – They're still, like – even in the, even if this lineup, like, is terrible. Like, even if it's terrible, it's still going to have six lefties. Still. And Grandal, Seager, and Bellinger are all going to play. And they're all very, very good.
1: Hold on, can you say it one more and, time? And they're all very, very good, right? Is that what you said?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah.
2: Like, I, 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 think this is just. Like, I can't imagine a world in which I'm playing Jake Carrietta. I can't imagine it. Like, as a, as a dog, like, uh, no, just no. Any bats in this
1: game that? Like, like, I will.
2: I will. Like, you want to do Jake Arrieta versus Eduardo for some jelly beans while we're at it?
1: I never said I didn't like Rodriguez, though.
2: Well, they're basically priced the same. You're gonna to have to play play one over the other.
1: Um. God. Okay, man. I don't know. Like, yeah, uh, so like. A- the, the Jake Arietta argument is he's 9.2K. He's in Los Angeles. It's a 7.5 total, which is the lowest total on the slate. Lowest total on the slate against a watered-down Dodgers team that is struggling right now. Like
2: My problem is that Jake Arietta has given up three or more earned runs in seven of ten starts. That is a problem. Excuse me, seven of eight.
1: <coughs> he's had one good start this season. His last three of his last four starts have been really decent. What?
2: What? What? What are you talking about?
1: Milwaukee six innings,
2: six innings, six innings zero earned runs. St. Louis six innings, four earned home runs. Colorado three and two thirds, five earned runs.
1: Still oh, I was enough. looking at home runs. I thought I was looking at earned runs.
2: <laughs> Philadelphia six innings, three runs. Boston four and a third, five earned. Like. What? <laughs>
1: I need to dig into Jake Garrett more now. I'm I'm so curious. I'm going to have so much time in the hotel tomorrow, so I'm going
2: to. just text me your results while you're at it. His to slider is
1: getting shelled this year. 388 average against the slider this year, where it was 220 last year. It's a big difference, 160 points.
2: Yeah, you've got me curious Can the Dodgers hit a slider. But uh, I'll pull that up really quickly while we move on.
1: Atlanta at San Francisco. Jaime Garcia against Matt Kane. Eight total. Big ballpark. Two kind of sucky pitchers. Two kind of. Ah, this game kind of sucks. I have no interest in anyone from this game. I'll, I'm ready I'll just ready. start there. Like I say that Matt Adams is still three K against Matt Kane. I'm not in that park. Forget it. Yeah, just the ballpark. If this yeah, game was in a by the way, by way, way you, you are not
2: playing Jake Arrieta.
1: I just pulled up the ISOs. Build.
2: Chris Taylor 4, 4, 417 ISO, grandall three thirteen, Corey Seeger, two sixty nine. This is all since the start of twenty sixteen. By the way, Jock jams two fifty. He's on the he's on the deal. uh, uh two twenty four. Um, yeah, uh, the only guy who doesn't hit them is like Bellinger, and he's got like a ten at bat sample size. Grandal. Everybody
1: else is over two hundred. So you're saying I can play Grindahl?
2: <laughs> what you're saying is you can stack the Dodgers as a really sneaky late stack hammer. That's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, like I said, I need to dig into it more. The slider is the thing that issue. Like he I don't I want to know why his slider is getting hit so bad. Like it's the same type of velocity that he's had for the slider over the last few years. It just doesn't make any sense. It's been his strikeout pitch for the longest time. Why is it getting hit so hard this year?
2: And the X Welbas match it, by the way, if you're an X Welba fan. They all match. Basically, what I just told you.
1: His man, his slider's been awful this year. Just, I, I'm just looking at it because now I'm like super curious and like.
2: Like Corey was so swinging, bad,
1: but he's actually like
2: an elite play in this spot.
1: The only thing is, like his swinging strike or his swinging percentage. Hold on. Swinging strike rate with the slider is only thirteen percent this year. God. So so bad. The slider's bad. Why is it so bad this year?
2: Yeah, like, I don't know. I mean, old. You can see Maybe you it, can see see it in, too, though, because like, out-of-the-zone contact rate's up to 70%. Like, Heart
1: that's... contact rate is up this year. Yeah, like out-of-zone ball ball rate is up. at
2: 70%. It's just massive. How do you even do that?
1: You realize, like, uh, so, all right, so, like, I'm glad we had this conversation now because I'm, like, looking in the area more and, like, his ground ball rate has been 50% since the start of 2015. It's been, like, 54%, and it's 41% this year. His fly ball rate is up almost 15% since
2: 2015. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah, take back what I said I hope
1: people listen to this. I'm not playing Arietta here. It definitely yeah, would take 32. Rodriguez over Arietta. Yeah. I should have suckered you
2: into of
1: the jelly bean bed first. <laughs> I don't think you would have got that. I think uh, – um, Atlanta, San Francisco, don't play anybody from this game. Yeah, I I, I mean,
2: if I had – actually, it was a BVP play.
1: Hold on. Pretty sure that, Arroyo is 2.8K, shortstop third base.
2: Yeah, you're playing Galvis for 200 more.
1: Um, I am. Uh, shoot. Hold, Hold on, Arroyo is that cheap? If, if that lineup comes out early – that could lower the Beckham ownership a little bit.
2: No one's gonna play of No one plays a Royale anymore. That was a thing for like a day. Buster Posey has amazing BVP against Jaime. In this ballpark, though. <sighs> I mean, what in what good ball what, what ballpark could he possibly have been in that was good for him when he put up
1: the? Yeah, what is probably St. Louis, right?
2: That's not exactly like a hitter's paradise. Or San Fran, like that's, none of those are exactly like. You know, I'd be right so, I'd be
1: so excited about this game if this game was in Atlanta. <laughs> oh my
2: God. You know, like, seriously, oh, like, you look at these pictures. The there. Yeah, I'd stack the brace with like the 15th straight day.
1: You not know, talking about BVP, Matt Kemp.
2: It's not that great. I thought it was great, but it's not that great.
1: 10 extra base hits. Yeah, but like a 250 average. Okay. Just don't play anybody from this game. Let's move on. Um, let's play some yeah, home run, run derby. derby. And then um, I'm gonna get on the road, and you're gonna go to sleep.
2: No, I'm gonna go buy a cherry Pepsi Vanilla. You freaking got it in my head now. Cheers! Cheers! Right there. Oh,
1: they're so
2: good. God, they're so good. I've been, I had them. I had like in my fridge for like two weeks, and Steve would just stare at me in anger every time I use it. So, fair play, is fair play.
1: All right, no course field, um, as always going to try to go off Can the we board. Can we in
2: Arizona? I feel like we've been t- playing too much Arizona lately.
1: I actually wasn't going to pick anybody from Arizona, so that's fine. I don't care. All right. Well, I was, and I don't
2: really want to keep playing chalk because it's really not fun
1: for the listeners. My so. favorite home run play since you went first yesterday. Favorite home pro- run play on the slate, Michael Conforto. Uh, play I, play for Conforto today. I don't care. I'm so I glad you're not that. trying to talk me off of it today like you did Tuesday. You know.
2: I did talk you off of it Thursday. You you,
1: you, on Tuesday, you 100% talked me off of Michael Conforto. And then
2: I, I sent you a message. I said he peered in the home run hunter, by the way. I, I completely backtracked that. Before luck.
1: He is like the definition of hot, too. Like we talk about Jake Lamb being hot. Like Michael Conforto is scorching right now.
2: I'm not going to let you have it.
1: Right, I should have shut up.
2: No, you know what? You can have it. You can have it. Fine, I'll be a nice guy. It's Friday.
1: All right, no problem. Uh,
2: can I get a? Pro- can I get like a, a provisional? No. Like a Josh Donaldson if he plays, and if not, can I get Jose Bautista? <laughs> no. No. No chance. No. Oh. you know fun. All right, then yeah. I'll take the smoke monster. All right. And then my second pick, I will take, um, you know, I should, he- I'm going to hedge life here and go Nelson Cruz.
1: I'm letting you have Cruz against Lefty. It's not, it's not very everyday. Um, I'm going to go Mark Trombone. No, absolutely not.
2: <laughs> Amazing pick. But there's no chance you're getting an Oriole against me. None.
1: Uh, well, you don't have a veto anymore. I should say JJ yeah. Hardy. Uh, Hardy. Go ahead, take JJ. Go ahead.
2: You take JJ Hardy. I'll take a shortstop too. Um, no,
1: nope. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Kendris Morales. All right. And oh, I want to go off the board. Michael Saunders.
2: Oh man, I want to go off the board, but this is so far off the board. I just don't know if I can do it.
1: There's another guy that I really like, too, that I was going to say. But. Is it Freddy Gallus? Because that's why I'm, I'm leaning that way. I'm leaning nope.
2: that way. I'm leaning, leaning, leaning. I'm trying to like just quickly go through the starting lineups page and see if like there's a high total game I want to get a piece of. Oh, you know, I could take – Hmm. is there a BVP there? I think there was. I'm going to take a BVP play. I haven't taken one of those in a while. Yeah, I'll take a George Springer.
1: Damn it! That was the guys. Oh no, veto! I have my veto. Yes, I was thinking. I was thinking of. Wait, Those, you, didn't your, you didn't use your veto already? No, that no, no chance. Yes, you, you didn't. Uh, nope. didn't
2: you veto? Just didn't you? Didn't you veto Batista? No.
1: You asked me if you could make a provisional. I said no. You suck. Yep.
2: Excuse me sucks. Yeah, nope. You know what? Screw you. JJ Hardy. Let's go. <laughs> He's going to go yard. He's going to go over four. <laughs> He's going yard first at bat. It's going to just bat. I'm just going to go right on Twitter. It's going to be a Vic- JJ Hardy victory lap. I'm going to be like, what the hell is he doing? I mean, He's the BB play of the year. Three for three, a double and two home runs. Come on now.
1: All right, before our listeners get enriched by this, we're going to get out of here. Uh, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Baltimore. They've only, They've, only met. They've only screwed me like 10 times this year. They're going to eventually come through for me. All right, um, if you guys haven't checked out Playdraft, they're our sponsor. If you enjoy the podcast Monday through Friday, check them out. It's PlayDraft.com backslash grinders for 100% deposit bonus. Up to six hundred bucks. Uh, the Siege Tournament Tactics package fourth Fandle seat last night. Um, congrats to God uh, Gub Sab. Um, you know, make sure you guys are checking that out. If you haven't checked out the Siege's Tournament Tactics package, it's over there in the marketplace here at Roto Grinders. DraftKings announced their um, World Championship for Fantasy NASCAR. If you guys want my take on that, make sure you guys check out the NASCAR package in the marketplace. We're gonna be out of here. Good luck in your contest tonight, and we'll see you guys again on Monday.
2: Hey, what's up, Roto-Grinders? Chris Cimino here, and it's time for you to get an edge on your DFS competition with our daily ownership projections for DraftKings and FanDuel, available now to our premium subscribers. We're constantly evaluating our projections and updating all the way up through lineup lock to ensure you have the best possible information in crunch time. Our team covers NFL, NBA, MLB, and PGA for all main slate action. If you don't have this, you are missing out. Subscribe to Roto-Grinders Premium today to get access to our premium ownership projections and to our award-winning premium content.
1: Mommy, let's read another. Every child needs to read, but 60% of U.S. children in poverty don't have a children's book in their home. This summer, you and your kids can help change that with Save the Children's 100 Days of Reading Challenge. See how at savethechildren.org read.
0: Once upon a time, a little girl wanted to become an animal doctor.
1: Save the Children. Changing
0: a life lasts a lifetime.